Hey you guys, I am Heather Newman and this is the hashtag Get Unstuck podcast episode number 140. So today, if you listen in this week or whenever you're listening in, um, we are going to talk about being happy and how that's actually a habit that you have to practice. I'm showing you how to how so many women have tr- gotten trapped in a cycle of just waiting to be happy and how you truly have everything that you need right now to be happy if you choose to, no matter what's going on in your life. You're listening to the Get Unstuck podcast with business mentor, health and fitness influencer, and trainer Heather Newman. Each week, Heather provides you with tips and tools to glitter your soul and add sparkle to your life. Let's get unstuck. You are not a tree, so let's learn to move, change, and find true happiness by creating a vision and living your dreams. For blog posts, business tips, fitness training, at-home workouts, and more, subscribe to GlitterU.com. Now, let's get happy. Here's your host, Heather Newman. Well, hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome back to the hashtag Get Unstuck podcast. It's a podcast for all of you ladies in the second half of life who are ready to take full responsibility for your own well being and to create a life that you actually love living. I'm here to coach and motivate women just like you to look good and feel fabulous in this second half of life. I'm your host, Heather Newman, and after spending the first 48 years of my life being a people pleaser and living with a scarcity mindset, I was stuck and I was ready for a change. I reinvented myself, I stopped outsourcing my happiness, and I've been brave enough to live a different kind of life. I'll be here each week to help you do the exact same thing. So let's get up, get dressed, and let's do this. It's going to be a ton of fun. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to be back for the podcast. So far, the Wednesday episodes that you ladies have requested has been pretty, pretty good. I still contemplate if we should move them to Mondays, so please, I'm always open to your feedback. Sometimes I like to record on a Sunday if I have the extra time um, and then, you know, upload it, see if I need to do anything I don't edit a lot. You guys can tell. I really want the podcast to be very genuine. I want it to be as if you and I were sitting in the same room and most people visualize like a coffee shop. I don't drink coffee. So when I say that I'm sitting in the same room with you, a lot of times before and or after my bar classes or training with a client, I literally sit in the studio and we just talk. And that's where I envision us you know, doing this podcast. That's not where I'm at, but that's what I envision. Like, I just want to sit down and talk to you, real conversations. If you meet me in life, I am the exact same person that you hear and that you listen to on the podcast. Like, I don't put up any kind of front. I am authentic to the core, and I just want that to be portrayed in my podcast. Now, today, What you'll discover in this episode, number 140, is why being happy is a habit that you have to intentionally build, um, how you actually have everything right now that you need to be truly happy no matter what your circumstances are, and the cycle of waiting to be happy so that, like, 
I don't want you to sit around and be that woman that is waiting and feeling like you're in a trap waiting to be happy. I'm going to talk to you about why gratitude is always the best starting point for happiness and what to stop focusing on and what to start focusing on. So I'm going to share with you today some ideas for practicing being happy. And before I dive into that, I wanted to talk to you ladies about coaching and why I coach and what I coach My podcasts are a pretty good indication, and if you've been with me from 2017, um, and I started my podcast in 2018, I believe it was, um, I started out, of course, I've been in fitness for a very long time, and I'm not going to go through my whole history here, but I want you to know that I am fully accredited. I am board certified. I keep up with all of my continuing education, and for the fitness side of things, I carry, you know, liability insurance that you need to as a trainer. I am certified through NASM, AFA, and also I'm certified through three different nutrition coaching companies. You guys, I have to find the one that I'm in align with. You know what I mean? Like there's been courses and curriculums that I invested like a lot of money in. And I didn't necessarily make that money back, but it was an investment into me. Something that, you know, I, I instilled in my boys is that whatever education you invest in yourself and you have that knowledge and you go through that experience of learning and gaining new skills, nobody can ever, ever take that away from you. So I just wanted to talk to you, let you know that I am completely certified. I'm not just pulling things out of thin air. I know there's a lot of coaches, quote, you know, quote, unquote, coaches online that um, I feel like they're just in it to try and make a, a dollar or a lot of dollars. <laughs> and I, that's just not me. That That's not who I am. And if I'm not a good fit for you and we recognize that, then we don't work together. But, you know, there's plenty of options out there. My um, suggestion to you is to actually ask somebody what their experience is, what their education is, Um, what their qualifications are, and certifications as well. So I do have a bachelor's degree from the University of New Orleans. I was a business major and a marketing major, and I started in psychology. So that's my formal education at university. But ever since then, I have been diving into fitness, health, and nutrition, and wellness. And that's really that's really who I am. That's really what I share. So I just wanted to go before we get into the whole recording of episode number 140, um, which is I know why you're here. You can always fast forward if you need to. But I just want to let you know that, you know, some my thoughts on coaching. Coaching is not therapy. Okay. Coaching is not counseling. It is not a good long talk with a friend. It's not a bunch of just positive quotes and sentences. It is not a motivational speech. You know, I love all of those things at times, but coaching is not any of those. Coaching, at least the way that I do it, is like a workout for your mind. It's like training your brain. It's kind of like a hunt to find the part of you that was always there, 
but you might have lost sight of it as you were going through, you know, seasons, chapters of life. Coaching will freaking rock your world. It will make you laugh and it will make you cry. I have been through plenty of sessions with plenty of tears, but they always end up with a big smile. So it's very direct, it's very firm, and while still being very kind and loving and respectful. So I personally have yet to find anything on the planet that makes me feel more alive than getting coached, listening to coaching, or coaching others. But don't take my word for it. You guys are always welcome to join me in my coaching or training, right? Training, I consider more of like the body, the nutrition, the workouts, and then um, the coaching for the mindset is the life coaching that I talk about. So you can go to glitteru.com forward slash life coaching or and glitteru.com forward slash awesome. And you'll see a list of all the things. And so I just want to preface with that so that you guys understand where I'm coming from when I talk about being a coach and what coaching is and what it means to me and how I coach. All right, on with the show. Okay, so I'm just going to start this out and let you know that I have notes. So you may hear my papers in the background. I made bullet points of things that I know I needed to touch on, and I just didn't want to squirrel out. So I'm using my brand new summer to-do list notebook. You guys have probably seen it on my Instagram. You can find it on Amazon, or you can go to unleashedjournal.com. Um, or you can just hit the glitteru.com forward slash awesome, and it'll bring you to all of my books, all of my journals all of my notebooks, all of my planners. And all I do is I share with you what I'm using in the moment. So this summer to-do list notebook has been with me everywhere. It fits in my purse. It's uh, This is not an ad for my summer to-do list notebook. But if you are a woman who has a busy life, who feels like she's spinning, who has any stress, who has overwhelm, and has a little bit of anxiety, this summer to-do list notebook is $12, you guys. I legit make $2. I'm not kidding. I make $2 if you buy this notebook, but it's not about the two dollars it's not about the twelve dollars it's about you and the peace and the calmness that you're gonna feel when you start using this summer to-do list it has random thoughts it has a brain dump and it has a to-do list for every single day of the freaking summer and so far I am loving it so much that I want your feedback if you got my summer to-do list um, notebook and you're using it, I really want your feedback. Let me know if we need to add anything for the next um, series that's going to be released. And also if you have any ideas for the cover, what you think the cover ought to look like. I would love your feedback. You can leave that feedback at glitteru.com forward slash prizes. Yes, leave it there for me and you will be entered for a drawing to actually win one of these notebooks for free. Okay. So if you hear me like scrambling through the notes in the background, that's what it is. My summer to-do list notebook and also my bullet point notes here, sticky notes. So, all right, let's get started. I'll try not to ramble too much. I just wanted to talk to you guys about happiness and how, you know, so many of us have looked for so many years, look for happiness outside of ourselves. And I'm here to tell you today 
there is nothing outside of you that is going to bring you happiness. If you like to shop, yes, you can buy that Louis Vuitton handbag or that Chanel handbag, and it may bring you joy for a split freaking moment in time, but that is not happiness, you guys. You can't find happiness in somebody else. You are not like this puzzle and you've got this missing piece out there that you're looking for. That's not how this works. So just to get started, I, I grew up surrounded by a lot of people, and this is just me being aware, right? Just growing up through the years, I was surrounded by a lot of people who now I know they just weren't happy. And I never could make sense of that. Like through my eyes, it looked as if these people had everything that they needed, you know, but it's almost like they were refusing to be happy. They wanted to look for the things in life that were not perfect and focus on, you know, almost like, what is it called? Um, <laughs> not the victim, but I guess kind of like they were mostly sad. They were depressed. Their energy was low and I guess acting kind of like a victim. I don't know if there's a better word that I should be using here, but it was like they preferred to be unhappy. And I truly was just baffled by this. And I was frustrated because I, hanging out with some of these people, I would be directly affected by that, right? But at a younger age, I say younger, younger than I am now, I decided I was going to be different. And I don't know what age that was. I just feel like I've always been the girl that was like, well, look over here. Like if you keep looking over here and this is real depressing and low and bad energy, then let's go over here. Let's go on the playground. Let's go play on the swings. You know what I mean? Like I was the, always that girl. So at a young age, I decided I was going to be different. I remember, I guess... I guess it was in my teenage years, I remember recognizing that there was a link between habits and happiness. And so I would try to fill my days with activities that brought me joy. If you don't know by now, I freaking love roller skating. When I was younger, I would have swim parties because I'm a July baby. So I would have swimming parties, roller skating parties, and sometimes ice skating parties. Like roller skating is, it's therapeutic to me besides dance. You guys know that I love to dance. I love to stretch. I love to move my body. But roller skating, you guys, I used to put on my, um, I think I had a Walkman. Do you know what a Walkman is? So it was like a cassette tape <laughs> and I would play my music, clip it on my little pants and I would have a headset. And I would roller skate up and down my sidewalk until the freaking streetlights came on, of course. And that was our signal back in the day that you go inside when the streetlights come on. It's time to go inside, right? That's just how we grew up. So a lot of kids would be playing chase or they would be, you know, right in the streets. Not me. There's Heather skating up and down the sidewalk. I would go through wheels on my roller skates and the brake, you know, the little brake on the front. I would go through that like nothing. My mom's like, what are you doing out there? And I'm like, it's concrete. <laughs> but the other thing that I mostly did growing up was like, I always, I always had 
a job. Like I always had something that I felt like I needed to show up for, um, be it if it was a paying job or if it was like being the captain of my dance team or, um, you know, I was, I was in dance and I had a lot of friends. I had a lot of friends. I spent my summers at the country club and we would swim from the beginning of the morning until again, the streetlights came on and I went to church and I did run a race. I don't know that I ran a lot of track, but I like to run. And I actually won a race, like a track race. Um, I swam on the swim team just one season. Apparently, my best stroke was breaststroke. And um, I didn't really care for the relays. But I love going to the swim meets. Like, I loved going with all my friends that swam. Um but I rather just swim my own swim my own lane. I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like being told I had to swim breaststroke. But I played um, I played a little bit of softball, not a lot. I'd try. I mean that I wasn't a huge athlete. I was more of a girly girl. I loved Barbies. I had boyfriends. I said yes to most things that were an opportunity for me to be connected with fun, active things to do. And somehow, even back then, I understood that if I couldn't find a way to be happy in the circumstances that I was in, then I would never be happy. I kind of understood, but I couldn't put words to it. I just kind of knew that like, I understood that a life of meaning is linked to a life of joy and happiness. And I guess that's why a lot of people might perceive me as being childish, not in an immature way. I'm a very mature person. I can have level-headed, very deep conversations. But if you take me to Disney World, the littlest things will just light me up. And I love that. Like it may be a piece of um, still living in a bubble per se. I mean, I've been exposed to things that I know are dark and I just try to stay clear, you know, but I found, I found out that a positive mindset can create a positive life and that happiness was found in the present moment. I found that a lot of people that would always reflect on the past or if even I caught myself looking into my past, it could be very down. It could be a very sad place to go. And it's okay to look back like I reference the rearview mirror every now and then, right? Like in your car, the rearview mirror, it's really small for a reason. It's meant for you to glance, check out what's going on or what's going on behind you or what has happened. And then you've got this huge windshield in front of you that's just like, hey, look what I'm open to. This is where you should be focusing all your energy, right? But you're in the car driving in the moment. So you've got to pay attention to all the cars around you and the light in front of you and like all the things right there in the present. So this belief system about living in the present and finding your joy and happiness in the present that is the present, right? The present is the present. This belief system has proven to be truer than true has ever served me so well for all of the 53 years of my life. So the very best news I can give you is that your happiness is entirely, completely up to you. You absolutely have everything that you need 
everything right now to truly be happy if you want to be happy no matter your circumstances. So all it takes is a shift in your mind and a little practice. You'll have to let go of some old patterns and some old ways of thinking. Even if you were brought up in maybe a very different type of home with a different type of thinking, um, you'll just have to let go of some of those old patterns and know that you have the power to actually shift your mind with a little practice. You can actually do this too. It's been a tough few years. Have you felt a little lost, fell off track, or maybe your life feels like it's been flipped upside down? Are you ready to get back on track with a simple jumpstart the healthy way? The seven day sugar detox, Sugar is the Devil book, is now available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. It is a straightforward shortcut that tells you exactly what to eat and how to do this. The seven day sugar detox, Sugar is the Devil workbook and guide by Heather Newman will help you navigate a new healthy relationship with food. It will teach you which foods work for you and those that don't. This seven day sugar detox guide is meant to be a staple. It's not a one time use only book. It's one that you'll want to keep coming back to over and over again for guidance. It's the permanent solution that you've been looking for. This guide is used as a resource to get you back on track when you fall off, and we all do. It's a journey, not a destination. So happy to hear how many of you are enjoying this book, getting massive weight loss results, and use it as a tool after those binging weekends when you've really whooped it up. It's the perfect easy to follow guide, including a grocery list and meal planning recipe options for breakfast, lunch, snacks, and dinner. If it's not on the list, it's not for us. Be sure to grab yours today and grab one for a friend. The seven day sugar detox, Sugar is the Devil by Heather Newman is available in a paperback and a hardback version. Visit the website www.sugardetox7.com or simply find it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble websites. Sugar is the Devil. Okay, so you might actually be waiting for your spouse to change or your circumstances to change or your money problems to disappear. And that's basically just an endless cycle of waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm here to tell you today, and this may be a little bit hard. I don't want it to sound rude. I just need you to understand. I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Your husband can't make you happy. That is not his job. Your kids cannot make you happy. That's not their job. Your friends, your parents, your coworkers, your neighbors, the entire world in general will never make you happy. You will forever be disappointed if that's what you're waiting for. So take that crazy load back from whoever you've dumped it all on and let them all off the hook once and for all. If you're blaming someone for hurting you and using them as your excuse that you're not happy because of them, because they hurt you, you need to let that go. You've got to forgive them, forgive yourself and move on. Stop using circumstances as an excuse. Like life is hard, but we obviously were designed to do very hard things. Hard things are never ending. That's what life is. So stop giving all your power away. Like clean up your own side of the street. Notice your thoughts and judgments. Stop 
all the freaking drama. Be super kind and be super gentle with yourself, but get really honest. Find out who you are. Find out what you want because life isn't happening to you. That's a victim mindset. Life is happening for you. You get to decide what you make it all mean. Like become the hero and become the heroine like I told you a couple of weeks ago of your own freaking life. You have everything that you need to make it happier and to be happier. So start with gratitude. Always start with gratitude. And I'll tell you that over and over again, like I'll, I just want to keep reminding you that grateful people are happy people. And I don't mean just like, oh yeah, I'm grateful for that. That's great. But you know what I mean? Like you need to focus intentionally in your morning routine. We talk about habits and morning routine, how important that is to set yourself up for success, to set yourself up for a day full of positive things and don't let anybody burst that bubble. You get to decide. Everything is always better when you start from a place of gratitude. So I encourage you every single morning to write down three things that you are grateful for. And I challenge my girls all the time to write down three things that are different than the three things they wrote down the day before. So that way you're always looking for something new to be grateful for. I've even said before, like, be grateful for your toothbrush. Like the little things in life that like you just take for granted because it's there. There are so many things to be grateful for, you guys. But when you get a little lost on this journey and this practice of training your mind, rewiring your brain, re, like just training your, your brain is like training your muscles in your body. When you get a little bit lost, and it's easy to do because we're surrounded by so many people that want to throw their problems on to you. Circle back to gratitude and find, find a place to get by yourself. Be quiet with your thoughts and your soul and your mind and your heart. Build your new happier life from a place of gratitude. So in those moments when you're just like spinning, you're angry, somebody's really ticked you off, whatever's going on, try to get quiet. Try to find a place to be alone and just ask yourself, how are these thoughts serving me right now? Like, instead, what can I be grateful for? Instead of focusing on the negative going on around me, what can I be grateful for right now? Like, you want to start creating an abundant mindset. You need to know in the depths of who you are and how much you have. And you have so much. You are completely beautiful, gorgeous, awesome, just the way that you are right here, right now. And you have everything that you need to be thoroughly and completely happy if you want it. If you are committed to it. Train your mind to know that and remember that and live from that space. That's a choice. So stop talking about your problems. Stop focusing on everything that you want that you don't have and start focusing on everything that you want that you already have. 
the things that you used to dream about, the things that you used to want. And now you have them, but you're not even taking time to appreciate them, recognize them, be grateful for them. You're already on to the next thing. So train your mind to focus on all of the dreams that you've ever dreamed and all the prayers that you've ever prayed. And like already, all these things have probably already been answered and they've already come true. Like just reflect on that and be grateful for all that you've accomplished and all that you've created and take a minute to celebrate that every single day. Spend a few minutes each morning. I talk about morning routine, but if you could even try to challenge yourself every morning for the next 21 days, write down at least three things that you want that you already, let's start over. Write down three things that you're grateful for, of course. And then I want you to write down three things that you've wanted and they've already happened. Like three things that you used to want that have come to fruition. So every day, try to write these things down in your notebook. And then I want you to celebrate it. I want you to smile about it. I want you to talk about it. Uh, It only takes 21 days to build a new practice, basically. I mean, there's some truth to that. (laughs) Um, But this habit of just writing those things down, it'll shift your perspective. And it'll get you out of that comparison and scarcity cycle that's, you know, there to steal joy. And that's the only purpose. What other purpose is there to feel scarcity it just takes all the joy away from you. So gratitude helps you create this abundant mindset and an abundant mindset is everything. It literally sets your soul free to be happy. And happiness is the joy that you feel when you're fully engaged in your own life and when you take full responsibility for your own thoughts, your own feelings, and your own actions. It's a very powerful habit to create for yourself. Some people are not willing to do the work. Your behavior matters. Your habits matter. What you intentionally practice every single day matters. Happiness will begin to come really easy for you when you train your eyes to see the potential and all of the possibilities that are right in front of you every single day. You'll always find what you're looking for. You ever heard of that little game where you're like, okay, everybody in the car, let's look for all, let's count all the blue cars. Well, then all of a sudden you're seeing like blue cars everywhere. And then if you ask them, well, how many red cars did you see? They're like, I have no idea. I was looking for the blue cars, right? It's the same thing. You'll always find what you're looking for. You will become the person that you want to be and you will be contagious. Happy people create a happier world. Happy people create happier towns, cities, happier gyms, happier workouts, happier neighborhoods, and most importantly, happier homes. So be happier. A happy life is the most powerful life. All right, you guys, in summary, your circumstances do not create your happiness. You do. 
Being happy is a habit. It's a simple practice. It's staying in love with yourself and staying in love with your people and staying in love with your life. It's welcoming all of it the good and the not so good and the trusting that you have everything that you need at your fingertips 24-7 and that you now have the tools to handle that. I know that our purpose and goal in life isn't just to be happy, but being happy sure helps and it really is a lot more fun. So (laughs) I'd love to help you develop this habit of being happy If you want to come work with me for the first, I don't know, three to six months of 2023 or the last six months here of 2023, I can teach you how to be who you really want to be and how to experience your life in a happy and powerful new way. You'll love the whole thing. It's so much fun. So I hope you have the happiest week ever. And I love you all so much. And I will see you again next week. Bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening to Heather's Get Unstuck podcast. Her goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact Heather's efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find Heather on Instagram at GlitterU, her website at www.glitteru.com, and or join the free Get Unstuck community Facebook group.